At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. All right, listen up, guys. I understand that we have technical conversations on this podcast that don't always relate to the niche of the industry that you're in. Fully get it, right? But this conversation here relates to every single person on the planet Earth because it's about mental health. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but we're revisiting it again because I got Aaron Gibson with me, who is an avid poster on LinkedIn, a very positive guy and has his own um, little little LinkedIn kind of show that he'll talk he'll talk about okay now somebody reached out to me we're going to start the conversation off somebody reached out to me about how they were down and out and the word the last exit was used in the conversation we're not going to say who this person is or anything like that but we're going to talk about why this person may have come to that point we're we're not experts okay this is just all conversation conversation relieves stress in my opinion you have conversations with your coworkers, your family, and you, you, you get stuff out of, of your system. It relieves stress. It's almost therapeutic in a way to do this with your friends and your family. We're going to talk about this really important topic on this podcast, guys. So listen up, pay attention. This is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCree. This podcast is sponsored by The Master Group. They're a York distributor. I'm a York dealer, also a Coleman dealer, which they also sell. Now, they also have their Move Air and Elios brands. Those are their own mini split and heat pump brands. I want to say something that I found to be super true within this industry. What propels a brand forward over its competition is the support on the back end. So I just want to give a shout out to the sales team that I deal with, uh, especially Colton Watkinson, who's been stellar. He's new to the master group and he's my sales rep, local sales rep. And anytime I need something, that guy is on point. He gets me the info. He's always communicating. So the support on the back end is is major when it comes to the brand you choose. If you're not going to get the support, the brand might not work out in your favor, right? I just wanted to give that statement. Anyway, check out master.ca. This podcast is sponsored by Cintas and they're a true leader in the uniform game, especially for blue collar trades like refrigeration, HVAC, plumbing, electrical. Now, they got stretchy, breathable material. I've been wearing a, a set of their pants, cargo pants, all this last week. Super comfy. They have Carhartt stuff. They've got a wide range of, of solutions for you, even rental programs where they even wash your uniforms. So check out Cintas. There's a landing page. It is Cintas.com forward slash HVAC know it all. Welcome to the HVAC Know It All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. Aaron, what's up, buddy? Hey, brother, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just, you know, I got my my free uh, Coors Light 
Toronto Raptors uh, shirt on here. I kind of like this shirt because it it fits. It's like a dad bod shirt. It fits nice and tight on the arms and shoulders and the chest, and it's kind of baggier in the belly type area. But that dad bod shirt. It's it's an excellent shirt, man. I love it. Thanks, buddy. Um, so you and I are like we've talked on LinkedIn quite a bit, and and you're doing a lot of good positive stuff on LinkedIn with your um. Give give yourself a bit of an intro, actually, uh, with what you're doing in the trade and what you're doing on LinkedIn to kind of spread positivity. Um, well, I do a show of just off the cuff HVAC um, that just basically helps to show a lot of the things that you don't learn in school. One of those things being mental health and how to approach, you know, uh, dealing with yourself and working through those, you know, mental challenges that you go through, as well as the physical challenges that you deal with when you're coming through this trade. Yeah, so I I've been really digging the positivity. I've been digging the fact that you're constantly shouting people out and giving other people recognition while you do this. I that's very commendable and it's very selfless. So I think it's very cool what you're doing, and and I'm glad you said mental health because that's kind of where I want to go with you on this because you're 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 a proponent of. of solid mental health and and i'm sure you can you can talk about it with me fluently through this conversation i here here's my first thought or here's my first um add to this i got a message from somebody on facebook okay out of the blue and this is somebody that i see regularly commenting um on my facebook stuff i i don't know if he's on the instagram or tiktok or if he changes his name i don't know because uh, he's not even using his real name on Facebook. You can tell it's a handle, right? So I don't know his real name, but he reached out to me uh, maybe last week sometime. And he's like, hey, man, just I've been having a rough patch in the trade lately. He goes, I even thought about taking the last exit, he said to me. He said, I didn't. I'm still here. I'm still around and kicking, and I'm trying to be more positive. And one of the positive things that I want to do is reach out to you and tell you that I enjoy your positivity and and what you're spreading online. And I'm not trying to pat my, my own back. I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just relaying, relaying the story and on how it was kind of said, I don't have this word for word, but this is kind of how we laid it out that he obviously was having a rough time in the trade and with life. He, he thought about suicide is the last exit. That's the only thing I can take from that. Now, Mm -hmm he's trying to be more positive and he enjoys the positivity that he sees, that he sees online. Uh, even though you got to sift through some BS, some haters once in a while. And, but he gets it. He get he gets what the, the mission is. So, I mean, what do you think about first? I'm going to ask you this. What do you think about somebody feeling that way? First of all, and then being brave enough to actually reach out to someone they don't even know, and kind of fill them in on what's going on with their life. Like, give me some thoughts on that. Um, the, the bravery it takes, first of all, to reach out to someone, uh, especially a stranger, um, is profound. Um, it, it takes 
somebody in a pretty serious position to reach out to an absolute stranger for something like that. Normally people turn to their friends and family when they try to, you know, reach out to that kind of stuff. But there's also, there's that element of maybe potential judgment from their family. We don't know the backgrounds on the situation. So, yeah. Yeah. um, first of all, um, from the first item that you said, uh, one, I back the positivity that you bring to your post. So I couldn't, I, I know that's not, you know, blowing smoke. Uh, and I support that first off, um, you, you do, um, secondly, yeah, that reach out was key essential. Um, and the big question comes is when you get that question, if you haven't been educated on what to do or been in that scenario, um, how do you help that person? Right. So that's where it helps to now, nowadays really get out there and educate yourself is okay. Well, what are my local resources? What is available to me through healthcare? What are maybe some urgent care systems that might be available for you to just walk in and talk about this stuff? Um, and normally those programs that they have available to everybody um, will give you a gateway into potential programs that you can get into and reach out to. Um, but to, to reflect upon yourself and look upon that final exit, like that's a very, very dangerous situation. Um, and I'm really happy that person reached out to you and, um, I took that big step. Uh, and honestly, out of the people that could have received that kind of message, you were probably one of the better people to, to get that message and, and help that person out. So big props to you, man. That's, that's huge. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how much I, I, how I, I responded and I'm like, Hey, like I, I want to like commend you on your bravery for for reaching out i want to also uh make you feel or i i don't remember how i worded it but i wanted to make them feel that their positivity and and being positive and reaching out and and being positive with other people is definitely the right step and i i mean i, I told them to hang in there keep the head up and i, I mean Besides that, I don't know what else I can say to that individual unless he wanted to reach out on a phone call or something like that. If it ever came to that, then then sure. I, you know what I mean? Somebody in that sort of need for somebody to talk to, I would definitely be there because they, like I said, they've supported what I'm doing um, by being an, an avid commenter and, and, and engager within my content. And, and that, that means something to me because without an audience out there, what I do online doesn't mean nothing. It, all it is, 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 is me talking about what I do during the day. If there's nobody watching it, it's just my own self therapy. Really. There's no, there's no audience to, to, to be had, but I, I, I mean, how, how does one potentially get so I want to keep this kind of trade related because everybody that's listening mm-hmm. to this is, is, is with, is within the trade. How would the trade, how would the trade of HVAC refrigeration take you to a point of that? Like being overworked, being mistreated, uh, abused by, by superiors. Uh, like what, what in your life have you seen in, in your career? Have you seen where people start to maybe go off the deep end a little bit because of the trade and things within the trade? Um, me personally, I've seen, I've seen it, it's, it, it was actually something that I called journeymanitis, um, to begin with. And it's where, you know, you're loving what you do, but you are absolutely miserable every day and you see it every time. And a lot of it comes from frustration 
not being able to communicate your feelings on something or being able to uh, just communicate period that you're having a rough time to yourself right it's one thing to if you don't know that you're having a rough time and can't acknowledge the fact that you're having a rough time then people can't really help you out in that fashion right and Mm -hmm. and when it comes to mental health um just quickly boiling back to you know i i know that you said that you know i you know i just responded to him that little response the fact that he knew that he wasn't alone or she wasn't alone um in that scenario and you responded to them let them know that they're being heard and that you know what there's at least somebody out there that values hearing them Mm -hmm. right so in, in this trade in this trade we're put through such grueling circumstances of being expected to know everything um, how to do this fast, quickly, and efficiently without compromising quality and, and the integrity of what we're doing. Um, timelines. Timelines is a huge, huge impact on people's life. And uh, this, this constant deadlining of technicians is hugely impactful on your, on your technicians. Um, because you know what, they're not only dealing with the adversities and troubleshooting of HVAC, they're also dealing with the adversities of home, making sure that their bills are paid, making sure that there's food on the table, making sure that there's a house, you know, a a roof overhead, you know, these are all challenging things right now. And if you can't, if you can't balance that mental health with his, with your physical health, then one or two is going to get you in the end. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's all about that balance. It, we all, we, we, we've through the beginning of this, we didn't have any sort of mental health program, right? We didn't talk about mental health because we were expected to internalize it and just deal with it at home. We were big early tradespeople that just made her happen. Right. Um, and never really gave acknowledgement to the impact of just swallowing the, that salt constantly, you know, swallow your salt, get through it, get done, go home, right? And the impact of doing that on your life adds up at the end because then you face journeymanitis where, you know, yeah, you, you love doing what you do, but every little thing seems to tweak you off. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I get it. I've never heard of that jur- <laughs> journeymanitis before, but I, I mean, it's it's something to, to be said because there's there's the weight on your shoulders of performing every day i mean most journeymen are out by themselves every day right so you're alone and when you're alone who do you have to to talk to during the day right you might be able to pick up the phone and call someone but i've i found to me when i work with somebody an apprentice another technician and we get along. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to be like good friends outside of work, but we get along professionally. Um, it just makes the day go by a lot quicker. At the end of the day, I find myself a little bit in a in a better mood because there's somebody there assisting. Um, there's somebody there helping. There's another set of hands. And you talk about life. Like you can't help but talk about life. You're like, ah, oh, man, yesterday this happened. I was pissed and my kids did that. And you kind of relieve some of that stress right because you're talking about it it's it's like therapy in a way and if you don't talk about it you don't relieve anything nothing comes off of your chest and you hold it in so i think 
for for our trade because you're we're by ourselves quite a bit uh maybe if 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 you're on an install crew or something you're not but the the average service tech is running around by themselves on calls alone and and being alone and having nobody to talk to over the course of the, the day over the course of a week a month all of that stuff inside that you would be talking to with a coworker is is you it, it's held it's it's within your chest you're not getting rid of it so you it's it's building up right do you think there's any truth to having a coworker that you get along with and kind of using them as your your therapist while you work in a way do you think there's any truth to that all right guys so you may have seen a video that i did uh last week on the new emerson white rogers flame sensor it is a part number 790-843a1 this flame sensor is a legit truck stock part because it can be bent and it can be cut to match the existing flame sensor that you pull out of a of a furnace a rooftop you know whatever it is there it matches a bunch of them there's, there's a cross-reference chart and all that i suggest you just go online and google it and you can check it out but legit truck stock item because you can't carry o- all the oem parts if it's after hours and you don't have one or if the supplier is, is is out of town or out of stock it's it's something good to have on your truck for a universal truck stock part rls i'd like to talk about them for a minute they are constantly improving and and bringing out new um, fittings in larger sizes right now they're 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 dealing with and, and testing there's a video on their instagram i posted it uh the two and one eighth coupling um they're gonna have some two and, and, and an eighth fittings uh, i think on the market very very soon so a lot of people have been asking about larger fittings or said they would start to use it if the fittings were larger so they're starting to uh develop these now so alternative to brazing not a lot of people are on board yet but rls is so pro contractor if someone's skeptical a lot of times they'll say here's a kit for you (laughs) here's one you go test it yourself and let us know right so check them out guys it's it's really the future of, of doing things so if when it comes to warranties and the oem warranty is is done you have to have an extended warranty Anytime you buy something, you've always got the option of doing that. But JB Warranties has an extended warranty program that's outside of the manufacturer's warranty. It's got labor, reimbursement, 14-day turnaround time on claims. So if you're interested in providing this type of service for your customers, check out JB Warranties. So, well, there's there's a couple different answers to that. So one thing is opening up your perspective to... And you, you, I think you'll understand it really well is we're, when we're around, right? We know how you hear about toxic work culture, all right? Mm-hmm. So if you're with somebody that is what I like to call uh, sharing energy with you, right? If you guys are both mm-hmm. on the same wavelength and can you basically um, almost do the job without talking to one another, you're able to look at one aspect of the job and say, okay, well, he's dealing with this. I'm going to go deal with this. When you've got that kind of wavelength, you guys are sharing that energy, right? And the mm-hmm. focus is on that same goal. Whereas if you've got one guy that's, you know, he's not there, he, he may have stuff going on at home, or he's just not committed to doing what he wants to do in the day. It could just be a bad day, right? That not only weighs on his day, but that also impacts you because now you feel that weight of like, okay, well, he's kind of slacking a little bit. I'm going to have to pick up for him. We're going to still have to get this job done the same amount of time because you know what? We both got families to go to at the end of the day. 
You know, we still have our outside responsibilities. So that starts to weigh on you mentally as well when you're yeah. s- stuck in that situation where somebody can't exchange energy with you well and you can't work off of another person well. It happens all the time. Could be character flaws, could be, or not character flaws, but differences in character, right? And the way that one person works and the other person works. You and I both, and I, I'm pretty sure you've seen it where, you know, you you growing or coming through the trade, um, you deal with one journeyman and it's like, no, it is to be done like this all every damn time. And then all of a sudden you get this other journeyman. It's like, well, yeah, you know what? That's a good method, but there's other ways of doing things. Right. Yeah. Where, you know, that impact of that first journeyman is like, well, no, I've been kind of beat into this pattern of what this guy said, but now I'm going to have a hard time kind of digesting what this guy's coming at me with is like, well, do I want to learn this or am I going to stick to what was fed to me? Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. I, I mean, I've worked with tons of journeymen as an apprentice and they all sort of had their own little ways of doing things. And, and that can be stressful on its own too, because you're trying to please everybody as an apprentice. You're, you're trying to like, I, I had some depressing days as an apprentice. Like I, I've thought to myself, like, am I worthy of this doing this work? Because it's like, I couldn't, for a couple of years, I just couldn't wrap my head around this trade. I just couldn't wrap my head around the work ethic. I couldn't wrap my head around the, some of the, the, the technical stuff, even though I went to school for a couple of years, I learned some basic stuff, got good grades in school and stuff for like, when I'm, I mean, trade school, but in the field, man, it was a totally different, totally different scenario because now in school, you, you're, you're basically paying someone to teach you they they have to be patient with you um you know what i mean there's other students around messing up so in 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 the field and you have a job you're being paid (laughs) so you're not being paid to screw up really a boss's mentality is i'm paying this guy you better not screw up more bosses need to realize that apprentices new new kids in the trade new new older adults in the trade that it's their second career they're all going to mess up and it's something that they need to wrap their head around but yeah, it was it was difficult for me coming into this trade and thinking, man, am I even cut out for this? And it took a lot of mental exercise, a lot of mental uh, toughness, strength. a lot of mental strength to overcome a lot of a lot of the hurdles, right? And I think in order for that to happen, you need to hit a certain rock bottom, not like rock, rock bottom, but I'm talking about within, within my career, a, a rock bottom point where I go, you know what? I think I, I think I might've got fired today, or I think I might get fired this week. Cause I'm just not, I just feel something. I'm not performing. And that's when you, you decide, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm not cut out for this trade. That's when you decide to say that, or you decide, you know what? Screw this. Like I'm better than this. I am going to motivate myself and I'm going to prove to these people that I'm good enough for, for this job. I'm good enough for this trade. When you come to that point, you need to make that decision. And I think having friends around you, having family around you that are positive, that are motivating, uh, the people that you are hanging around in a general level are going to, are going to raise you up. If you're hanging around people that, that want to be educated, that want to earn more money, that want to have families, they want to have nice houses, they want to have nice cars, you're going to want that too. If you hang out with people that sit on their mom's couch, smoke weed every day, <laughs> play video games, if you hang out with those people, that's what's good. At, that's the, the path you're going to lead to. You got to hang out with the right set of people, right? And change up your lifestyle a little bit if, if you're if you're kind of down and out. 
this this is just what happened to me in in my um, early on stages of the career is I kind of hit a rock bottom and I made the decision to prove people wrong that I can do this. You know what? And I, I think all of us as journey people uh, hit that point. Uh, And I think that's our defining moment because it's at that point that you either are going to commit to this and stick to the integrity uh, of doing what we do and doing what's right or you're going to just say, you know what, I'm throwing in the towel. I'm done. Forget it. I'm going to find something new. Maybe this isn't this, maybe this isn't my path. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that, yeah, we, we've all, we all get to that point. And, uh, I can totally relate to that, that sediment with, with, uh, yeah, you, you hit a certain point of rock and it is, I, I would say it, it is a rock bottom in your career where you're like, I really want to do this day in, day out for the rest of my life. Yeah. So was there a point that you can remember for you in your career where you were at a, a point similar to that? Oh, man. There was, you know what, doing this for 23 years, working on 24. Um, there was a couple of times um before i actually realized that i had ptsd i i had what ended up happening to me was uh i'd served my time in the army uh got out and uh, this is why i i always try to encourage everybody is that you know just because you see through one set of eyes doesn't mean that there's another another set of eyes you can't look through um and i had no idea that i was um, suffering with PTSD. All I know is that I was frustrated and upset all the time where, you know, I was, you know, trying to push for a high standard level of work because of my attention to detail where, you know, Jim or Jane Bloggins was just doing half, you know, kind of, uh, half ash work. Uh, <laughs> and, and you're literally again, carrying that weight. And I was like, Okay, well, and, you know, we start to see the inefficiencies. So I got really frustrated uh, and, and fed up uh, very early on after I had gotten my journeyman ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, here I was expected to know all this stuff and, and produce all of this stuff, but I wasn't shown. So how am I supposed to produce this stuff? Which led me kind of into that path of where we all end up going. Um and I praise you for this because you, I, I think um, you do this very well, which is pursuing new paths, new opportunities, new equipment, new technologies that can potentially speed us up, make us a little bit more faster, a little bit better at what we're doing and, and maintaining that integrity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I kind of segue so to that a wanna... bit, but I mean... That's that's okay. I wanted to ask you about the PTSD. Are, are you okay talking about it? Because I wanted to ask you how. Oh, cause I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's other there's other people that have been, and and it seems to be something that happens with a lot of people that go into the military is the the PTSD thing, right? And what what did you are you still dealing with it, or did you did you have to go to therapy? Is there is there something that you, you've done to help you with it? You live with it on a day-to-day basis. Um, okay. So it, it's nothing that you ever really get rid of. Um, you deal with anxiety. You deal with uh, depression. You deal with um, 
hypervigilance. Um, you deal with a tremendous amount of different things. Um, and it's all, you can't, you literally get to the point where your brain doesn't shut down. Uh, the one big common misconception about PTSD is that, uh, and, and people think it's just limited to, you know, military and service personnel. The one thing that if I could ever pass along to people is trauma is trauma. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of trauma you've received. It's a trauma. It's like a cancer. Um, and living with it um, and uh, not knowing that you have it can be extremely challenging and frustrating because you don't know how to deal with your emotions. You don't know how to communicate properly to people. Uh, and people think that you're angry all the time and you could be just sitting there fine. And, and they, but because you're projecting such a, uh, an energy onto other people, it's like, well, I don't want to deal with this guy. He's got what I like to call resting arsehole face. Right. So, um, <laughs> resting arsehole. so, um, dealing with that PTSD until I got therapy, um, was extremely difficult. Now, the beautiful thing about reaching out and getting that therapy was I was able to learn, uh, learn coping strategies so that one, I could recognize what we call, uh, what we call triggers, things that set us off in our mind that basically we know are, is going to put us into that kind of downward spiral into letting our okay. brains go, go through that pattern. Um, mm. that, that was probably the hardest thing to learn. Um, because you don't, fully understand until you've really explored yourself. You don't really understand what triggers you. Um, things that I've noticed that as I've come through the years is, uh, doing the therapy is that you start to get the ability to almost read other people. Again, I talk about energy all the time. You're able to read off of other people's energy, what they're projecting. When you look at a guy and he looks approachable, you can see that presence. You can say, okay, yeah, you know what? I, I could walk up to this guy easily. Whereas if you see a guy, his face is red. He, he looks like he's ready to tear the face off of the next person that walks by him. Like you, you know, it's like, okay, no, I'm going to stick clear of that stuff. Yeah. So once you start to learn to recognize yourself and what starts to trigger you, you're able to, to basically stop that downward spiral from happening. So a lot of the times where, and I, I mean, it's not a perfect science. There's, there's good days and bad days for me too. Um, but it's all in what you put your energy into. So if you stay committed and it is a commitment to stay focused on, you know what? Yeah. I recognize that I'm having a bad day. I recognize that everything's not going my way. But at the same time, these are things that are outside of my control and break things down into okay well i know that this set me off but you know what i can't own that that's not my responsibility to own the things you can own are your behaviors your patterns what you're doing when you get triggered right if you're mm -hmm. popping off at your buddy for no reason because he just happened to look at you the wrong way then that should be a clear sign to you and just quickly boiling back the one the one thing that i always look at when i'm talking to people uh, and even talking to my customers and you'll notice, and this is a huge thing with your customers. If they're feeling anxiety about the situation that they're going through, watch their shoulders. Everybody has this natural ability or this natural response, I should say that when they're feeling anxiety, 
are feeling uncomfortable about a situation, you'll notice that their shoulders start to creep up because they're not feeling comfortable with what's going on. They themselves mm -hmm. may not even know it, but that's a great sign to you to say, hey, you know what, like, is everything okay? You know, is something not coming through clear, right? And or if yeah. you're working with a buddy on the job site and you can see that, you know, again, you kind of stabbed on this earlier. If you see somebody posting all the time on Facebook or on LinkedIn, and then all of a sudden they're kind of quiet and not posting as often. For me, I, I think I just posted this recently is that's a huge red flag for me. If I see somebody like yourself, who's normally engaged in their audience and, and producing, and all of a sudden they're gone quiet for a while, I'm the kind of guy that's like, no, I have no reservations and just saying, Hey, What's going on, Gary? What's what's happening? Are you doing all right over there? You know, just checking in on you, man, and just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, people will just respond the, the normal, which is, you know what, just busy. You know, things are going well. Thanks so much for checking in. Yeah, However, yeah. Yep. it's better to take that chance than miss that one person that just needed somebody to talk to for a quick five minutes just to blow off some steam. And that can oh, literally man. be a pinnacle yeah. for somebody's life. Oh, absolutely. Like just picking up the phone and seeing that somebody actually was thinking about you, first of all, is is a tremendous uplifting feeling. Even if it was just like to, to say, hey, how you been or how are you? I mean, just to know that out of your network online, because nowadays everybody's got networks. They've got online networks. They've got people on Facebook, they're, they're Facebook friends that they haven't spoken to in like 15 years. We've all got these big online networks. And for some, out of nowhere, somebody just random that maybe you haven't seen in six months or heard from in six months reaches out and says, Hey, I haven't seen you on a while in, in a while, um, online or anything. I, I just want to see how you, how you've been. That means a lot to that person. Like you wouldn't even believe how much it means because I'm telling you right now, when I get a message from somebody and says, Hey, uh, I saw your last post, by the way, that helped me through my call. You're the man or, or whatever they say. That is such a great feeling because you know that you're making a difference in, in someone else's life. Right? So if, if you get a message from someone asking you how you are, they're making a difference in your life. And I know that I know how that can be a win-win hundred percent. Always, always, man. And, and I want to, I want to say too, for the, the techs that are out there and when you, when you have the ability to work with a coworker and you do have some things on your chest, as long as they're not like a straight up asshole and like they'll go around blabbing and you know what I mean? As, as long as they're a decent person, uh, just talk, man, just shoot the shit. Like say, oh man, my, my, even if it's so simple as like my kids were driving me crazy yesterday I mean, if you don't just say that, that can build. And then the next day your kids drive you crazy. It can build. And then one day you just snap on everybody, right? You go postal and that's not what you want. You want to relieve these little stresses uh, in, in, little, in little bits and not build them up and relieve it in one big outlash because that's not good for you. It's not good for your health to hold that in. It's going to increase your blood pressure. It's going to increase your anxiety, your stress level. And we all know what all of that does to your overall health condition. It just puts it on the decline. You're not sleeping well. But if if you talk to these, if you talk to your coworkers, the people in your life while you're out at work, 
and just get these little minute things off your chest so they don't build. I think it can go miles, uh, miles in in a keeping kind of like a, a neutral or solid uh, mental health state. Well, and so much so in a, in a trade where we're trained to bite our lip, right? You're dealing with a difficult customer, you are trained to bite your lip. So that internalization, if you don't learn to have, vocalize it out somewhere, it's going to fester and it's going to eventually explode, like you said. Well, you know what? <laughs> customer, th- that's another thing. I'm glad you said that because I had a, a talk with a customer yesterday, potential customer yesterday. All right. And I'll, t- I'll tell you the story and I'll tell you how it went. It wasn't anything crazy, but I didn't bite my lip because I think customers need to know sometimes the way it is and the way it has to be. So somebody reached out to me and said they, their, their real estate agent family member has a, has a problem with something. And I mean, like a problem with a home, like not, not a problem with like mm-hmm. life or anything, problem with a home and the yeah. HVAC system. Yeah. So I reached out to them and, and she, she explained to me what it was and, and it seemed odd. It was like the, when the cooling came on, the heating would start too, and it heat and cool at the same time. And it was a hydronic system and I, it, it was fed from a water heater and they sent me pictures and it looked, it looked like it just a bit of a, a, a chaotic nightmare going on inside this house. It's an hour away from me. It's not close. And, and she's like, well, how much is this going to be? And I said, well, listen, I, I have to drive there. I, I got I have a truck charge cause I got to pay for gas. It's going to take me an hour to get there. I said, that gets me through the door. And then what I'm going to do is, is like a, a comb through an investigation to find out what's wrong and give you a real report on, on what the heck is going on with this place. And she said, and I said, it's probably going to be all said and done by the time I get there, by the time I spend a couple hours digging through then I, I'm probably going to want to go home, dig through the manual, maybe call tech support, just ask a bunch of questions just so I can give you a proper report because this house is up for sale and it, it can't be sold because of these conditions that the home, the home inspector had mentioned. And I said, probably about $500 all said and done. And she didn't like the price. She's like, well, can't you just come and not do the the background work afterwards? And I said, no, I said, no, I, I definitely can't because this is how I do my job. I said, I'm going to come in there full, like full send, or I don't come at all. Right. And she said, she doesn't pay her home inspectors $500 even to, to inspect the house. I said, well, listen, your home inspectors are not licensed refrigeration technicians or licensed gas technicians. Um, they're home inspectors. There's a reason they get paid what they get paid. There's a reason why other trades get paid what they get paid. And I said, I I believe it's a fair price to give you a full on inspection of what's going on here. And then we take it from there and I haven't heard back. So I have a feeling it's not going to happen, but just, just because you said bite your lip with a customer, I get it. If you work for, if you work for a contractor, you don't want to get in trouble by your boss. You don't want to get the one star review. But as long as you do it respectably and you tell the truth and say, this is why and back it up with reasoning, I don't see a problem with um, communi- communicating to a customer with something they might not want to hear. I don't know if that's fair to you or not. What do you think? You know what? I was, I was going to say, just say that, you know, I think this is the first time I actually disagreed with you. Um, oh, really? So- yeah, like I think. Okay, I, I love it. We love disagreements on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so so for one, this is a matter of perspective. So okay. yes, yes, everything that you did, beautiful. That shows integrity to what you're doing. That shows integrity to the, the business that you are running. 
So from my perspective, what you did there was just good business practice. I don't mm -hmm. think that was biting your lip at all. What I'm okay. referring to, I think, is more you're dealing with a, a senior citizen saying, well, do you know what you're doing? Do you, are you mm -hmm. sure that's where that goes? Right? Where it, you've got a, for, for you, you do things beautifully. You keep your integrity. You are honest, exactly, and forthcoming about what it's going to cost. And the fact that you are not just giving a subpar service. So everything about what you just told me, I would say that was beautifully done, man. Okay, guys, so important here. And I just want to let you know, the last few minutes of the podcast got cut short because some of Aaron's audio didn't get captured and stored. I'm not really sure why that happened. But it makes no difference because I think you get the gist of the conversation. And Aaron has volunteered for anybody to reach out to him. He's on LinkedIn. His name's Aaron Gibson. And if you guys want to reach out to him, he's given that go ahead to say, Hey, open up the floodgates. I'm willing to talk. Same, same with me. I'm available. I'm, I'm on pretty much every platform. Okay. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, the HVAC know-it-all website, hvacknowitall.com, where you can actually get in touch with me through, through that as well. And, and my email address is Gary at hvacknowitall.com. Now, it's really important if you're feeling a certain way to speak to somebody. Don't, don't do something you're going to regret. Don't leave people that love you and care about you um, there to pick up the pieces and wondering what happened. Okay, It's super important to reach out to somebody that you, that you feel you can talk to. If it's not a family member, if it's not a friend, if it's a complete stranger, so be it. I had a complete stranger reach out to me and... I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that the fact that he reached out and I responded helped. Okay, I'm, I'm hoping. So this is a really important topic, guys. And it's not about being a man and just getting through it on your own. Because that is a mentality that we need to break away from at times. It's really important that you reach out to somebody because mental health is, is a real issue um, in this world. So anyway, guys, I'm going to leave it like this. Reach out to myself or Aaron or anybody else you feel that you can relay this information to, relay your frustrations to. And that's it, okay? End of story. So I'm out. Happy HVACing. Thank you to the Master Group once again. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.